Blog Talk Radio. Hey, it's Flo, and this is my impression of a geographically challenged rock band delivering a commencement speech. Hello, graduates! Here's a song called Adulthood is Scary, but Progressive is Snapshot. Plug it in and save money for being a safe driver. Let me hear you, Cleveland! I mean, Kansas City! Uh, New York? Safe driver saved with Snapshot from Progressive. Now you're wearing a stupid hat. Congrats! No, but really, where are we? Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Snapshot not available in all states. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and thanks for tuning in for Relationship Wednesdays. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Darren Noel. I run a private practice that is thriving and growing in Naperville and Chicago, Illinois. We're also online and telephonic. So for all of your behavioral health and people management, emotion management needs, we are available to help you with those things. Yes, and my background is Open America here at Noel & Associates. I focus on life coaching, career counseling, and mock interviews. Absolutely. So I wanted to talk a little bit about our topic for today's show. And today's topic is um, you can't move ahead if you are always looking in the rearview mirror, meaning if you're always looking backwards in your life. And um, this is one of those topics that I'm I'm really going to take a little slower than we've taken other topics. And other topics we have, you know, a, a, a thousand points of information, books to read, places to go. But this one to me is really, really much more introspective than that. Mm. And I really want people to be able to look at who they are in the moment without always looking behind. Now, let me make some caveats. When I say don't look in your rearview mirror, don't be guided by your past, do know that there are some huge things in all of our past that we have to work through. Right. So if there's been trauma in your past or you've caused trauma or maybe oh. you have won a Nobel Peace Prize or, or done those things, you some of those that. huge historic kind of milestone moments are going to stick with you. Absolutely. You get a, a Ph.D., a doctorate degree. You, you, you win an award. You're recognized by your CEO, your president of your division for doing great work. Hey, those, those are significant things. Uh-huh. And those life events, emotional events, all of those things, should empower you and push you forward to do well, but we don't want you to get stuck in them. Right. We don't want that to be what defines you, what you used to be. Now, I'm going to give you one. I mean, for you young bucks out there, you may not know who President Jimmy Carter is. And, uh, of course, I was not alive when he was president, but I heard him do – was I not? What were you sure. president? You Well, you know, I think you're, you're, you're young now. When you were president? Uh, in the 70s. Yeah, but I was born well, you in right, like, you may not have yeah, known the president. Yeah, I don't think little. I recall. So, right, okay. Right. Um, but one of the things that Jimmy Carter said that I thought was always very important is because I don't know if people know he's one of the founders of Habitat for Humanity. Right. And that's why he's known really well for that. One of the things he said was, I don't only want to be known as a president. Mm. He said he wanted his legacy to be bigger than that. He wanted his legacy to be more than that and broader than that. And he said that he loved what he did as president. He's not ashamed of being president. But he didn't want that to be his last great stand, his last hurrah. He didn't want to stay stuck in that's just what he used to be, and that's a ex-president. And I thought that that was such a profound statement that he was able to look at something because we've only had 44, 45 presidents. Right. And at that time, we hadn't had as many as we've had now. Um, and he basically has had reached 
a pinnacle, at least in politics for the United States of America, Absolutely. that that such a small percentage of our population will ever be able to say that they were president or a president's wife or lived in the White House. And that's something that so many people aspire to do. And he was able to say that that was his path. That's amazing process that when someone has achieved that level of success, you know, political success, and say, you know, this is not a, defi- a life-defining moment. This is not all I am. This is a significant part, but it's not a life-defining moment. This is all I am. And for him to say that, that really broadens the scope of really who he wants to be as a person. Correct. And so that's just one aspect of not looking and living in just the past, and that's a positive past that we don't live in. So, I mean, it, you know, in past shows we've said to you, put around you all of your accomplishments. And I don't consider putting up your degrees or your accomplishments or those things to be. I'm sure that President Carter has pictures of himself as president of up at the house. You can go to restaurants. I know um, in Chicago we've got a lot of Italian restaurants. Right. And when you go um, to some of them to create that home environment, there's like hundreds of these pictures. old pictures and pictures of what used to be. But but it's just as an encouragement, not as a place to get stuck. So even in positive times. You know the guy who, who played Hawkeye in the Avengers <clears throat> and also Jason Bourne, one of the later films he took yeah, over. Yeah, he had a commercial out recently, which I didn't even know. He said, I don't want to be defined by just one thing that I do. I just knew him as an actor, but apparently he's also a musician and also like an architect or an uh, inventor, things like that. He said he didn't want to just be defined by that one thing. I, like I said, I didn't even know he did those other things, but he's almost in the same mind. So you know what? I'm pretty known for, for acting. You know, I have a lot of big roles, but that's not all that I am. I don't want to be defined or just limited to just you know me about one thing. I'm also these other things as well that are really a part of who I am as a person. As a total package. Yes. And I think a person's identity and life has to be fluid, right? Yes. We cannot be just what we were. I'll give you another example of something positive. Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. I know her as a rapper. Right. But 16-year-olds today don't know she ever rapped. They know, they know her as a talk show host. They know her as a movie um, person. Right. If you look at Will Smith, he was a rapper. I mean, like, only a couple songs, but that was how he got his start. And then movies came about and TV shows came about. So it's not just the one thing that he's known by. And Ice-T? Yes, yes. yes you, know, you, he, you hardly can remember that he is, he's been acting so long on SVU, but he's a rapper, right? I mean, for, for a lot of young folks, may not know that Ice-T was a rapper. Absolutely. And so I guess what I'm suggesting by not staying stuck in the past is it's okay to reinvent yourself. And it's okay to be who you are now and not who you used to be, good or bad. It's okay to know that there's more to you than just one aspect, one characteristic of who you are. You can be all the things that you need to be, and some will be good and some will be bad. Now, let's talk a little bit about living in the past, even if it's a, if it's a negative thing. Um, I meet so many clients, and we're talking about moving forward in their lives and their relationships, and they'll say, I'm tired of my spouse, of my this, of my that, bringing up past negative things that I've done. I feel like I get so stuck in the past mm. that, I, that they can't move forward into some type of positivity, mm, Okay, you know. And one of the things that keeps relationships stuck in the past is, now past should be things that you don't do anymore, but what happens a lot of times is one can recreate those negative behaviors and bring them into your new present story and so that the past doesn't really seem the past anymore. It's a part of, you know, it's in the fabric sure. of what you do today. Right. And so one of the ways to not be stuck in the past is to not keep doing the things that you did 
that cause the concerns in the first place. Right. If you've done um, actions that cause your partner or spouse to lose trust in you, and you are currently doing some untrustworthy things, okay, guess what? It brings it all up again, right? So you could really have to move past that. Okay, if you were, they found that you were cheating on things of that nature, and now they find out that you're doing a lot of flirting, uh, you know, sexy text messages going huh? back and forth. This could call a lot of things into question. Like, wait a minute, I haven't found that exactly what's going on, but with the smoke, it can be right? So you're causing them to question your trust again. Okay, that, that could be the scenario. Another thing that keeps people in their past is these constant. Comparisons to there was something better in yesterday. Yes. Um, You were a better you in yesterday. You gave a better speech yesterday, meaning in the past. Um, You were a good worker yesterday. You were skinny yesterday. Is this for what you're talking about? Is this somebody talking to themselves? Absolutely, talking to themselves. So other people keep you in the past, but you can also keep yourself in the past by saying what you used to do, right? And as we know. We if all can change the way life? we see the past based on what we need to see. Oh, absolutely. You can write that, rewrite that story you over sure based on you know, your rosy glass on. You know, I was perfect. I did awesome regardless of the feedback someone gave you. Or, you know, our relationship was great. But then sometimes, like, we, you only remembering the good times. But they had some bad times in that relationship that you were in before as well. Mm-hmm. But at that particular time, when you do a comparison to your current relationship, you're only seeing the good stuff that was in that past relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so our caveat to you today is good or bad, don't stay stuck in it. Mm-hmm. Be able to have some actions, some behaviors, some achievements, some accomplishments in today that outdo what you did in the past so that, that you don't have to just be able to, you've heard people say, rest on your laurels. Right. You know, if you can go, go into it from a work standpoint, if we can do that now, you want to do it. Go ahead, go ahead. So I've, I've come across a lot of individuals who do that from previous successes, I call it. When they talk about, you know, you're doing a review with somebody, a performance review, and here's how you're doing this year, you know, with a media review at the end of the year, here's how you perform this year. And they want to bring up uh, successes they had from a year ago, two years ago. Well, that was great, and you got rewarded and recognized for the work that you did last year, last year. But now we're talking about this year, the price you've done this year, the goals that you met or did not meet this year. So you you can't bring up, nor do I'm going to discuss it, what you did last year, because this is this year's review. Okay, so a lot of times people try to bring up past successes they had in previous years. Okay, or even previous roles. You know, if you have somebody who's maybe not performing well in the current role they're in, say, you know what, I used to get a lot of accolades. I was the best uh, this and that in my previous role. I had a lot of uh, – I was considered um, a subject matter expert in this role. I was the one who people went to to get information in a previous role. That was great. You took a move over to a different department, so maybe it utilizes a different skill set, okay, and maybe this is a stretch for you. You're learning okay. some new skills, uh-huh. okay. Guess what? Now you're – you're reviewing how you're performing in this role. So it's not about how you're doing your last role. It's how you're doing in this role currently and doing now, okay? And that sometimes people try and always go back to where they were performing well. Yes, you did perform well in that previous role, but now we're talking about the volume currently. Absolutely, absolutely. Let me, let me also say this. People can also get bitter when they can't use their past, right? Like some people absolutely, say, sure. you know, I can remember sitting in reviews and um, somebody say, well, you know, like you need to work on your timeliness or getting to time to work on time. Right. And the employee says something like, 
Well, what about the times I got here last year? Like all last year, I worked overtime. I worked extra time. I came in early. I stayed late. And so you're going to ding me on what I did last week? Yes. 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 Right. You Absolutely. know, like, yes, I am. Right. Yes, we are. Um, another example is, you know, if you look at your driving record, you can have, I remember one time, I'll never forget this, I got this letter in the mail saying that I had never had a ticket, congratulations or whatever, from the state of Illinois. I'm not laughing. And Darren said, what's that? Like, I've never seen one of those. Right. Uh, right. And I was cracking up at him, and then I got a ticket, right? Right. Now, I can say that, you know, I didn't have a ticket for 10 years or 15 years before that, but it doesn't matter if I'm on the questionnaire and it says, have you ever had a ticket? Yeah, that's absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So where are you at now? Not... Right. Where you at now? Well, you know, not including the last year, you know, the prior ten years, I was awesome. Well, in the the last year, the person had some struggles. Correct. So that's what's included in the conversation right now. And it's the totality of who we are that defines us, right? Mm. In some moments, let me say this: some past moments can be super defining. Oh, sure, sure. There can be moments where, let's say, a huge mistake is made. That defining moment is going to be there for years, but you can over-define it with something else, you know? Yeah, go on more. So that. let me give you an example. One of the people I think about is Adam Walsh, who, um, what's the show he has? Um, where he finds America's, his, Most America's Most Wanted. Yes. He lost his son, or not lost, his son was kidnapped and stolen. Right. And that was a defining moment for him, mm. a defining moment for his family, right. a defining moment for his child, but also a defining moment for his future because he could have stayed stuck, and, and no one would have blamed him. Let me say this. Losing a child is huge. Nobody's saying, oh, wow, you know, I can't believe you stayed stuck there. No, that I get that whole situation. But he decided to look for criminals as a way to move forward in his life. He impacted in a positive way a lot of families, identified uh, criminals, got them off the street, gave the information to police, allowed them to be prosecuted, and saved a lot of people heartache, the same heart that he was going through. Absolutely. And, it, you know, losing his son is something stolen cost him a lot. Apparently it cost him his marriage. I mean, that is huge. Yes. That is huge. And those moments can be super defining. And sometimes we can have moments in our lives where we feel like, Will I ever get over this? Will I ever be anything more than this? Right. Good or bad. And that's something to think about, you know, take stock of yourself. So, okay, it's that, where am I going to go from here? Mm-hmm. Right? Draw that line in the sand. Okay, it, it, that was what it was, but here I'm going to go to the next step, and I'm going to start moving ahead, not constantly looking in the back mirror to seeing all the pitfalls that I went through and mm-hmm. uh, the blockages and struggles that I went through in the past. 